Available now from Corolla Digital. Basic cable commentary, Showgirls, with special guest, Huel Hauser. Well, thank you, Adam. I'm very excited to see a movie about some girls who put on a show. Listen in while Adam and Dana Gould as Huel Hauser watch the 1994 classic, Showgirls. Yeah, you missed a very erotic scene there, What's happening in the movie now? Well, there's a black man, and she's on his lap, and she's gyrating, (laughs) and, uh... They're, kissing, they're kissing deeply. And he's oh, crazy. I've got the dry heat. He, Just download the track and play it along with your copy of the movie. Only $1.99 on iTunes or at the store at adamcarolla.com. This is Corolla Digital. Hello, my little breadsticks. It's me, Allison. Before the show officially starts, I just wanted to say a few quick things. Number one, I believe we have an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Okay. Normally I read a few. Lately I have been, but I'm just going to do one this time because we have important stuff to get to. All right. This one is by written by Murphy. Allison talks to her guests like they are friends, and we get to listen in. I like that she is not perfect, well, excuse me, but not over the edge. If I am feeling low and need a little company, this podcast is what I reach for. That's so nice. If I'm low and needing a little company, your pod, your comments, your iTunes comments are what I reach for. That's not true, actually. They make me feel good. But if I'm feeling low, I might not reach for those because every now and then there's one that hurts my feelings. Okay, and now... Um, I need to give a little love to our wonderful sponsors, without whom this show, which is free for you, would not be possible. Okay, go to meeting. It's summer. It's hot. You're sweaty. You smell, frankly. You haven't done your hair, and you might have something in your teeth. And now someone that you, and it's not that exactly, but you know, you get the gist. And now someone that you work with wants you to come into the office to have a meeting, but you don't want to go into the office. And this is a meeting with a bunch of people. This hypothetical is becoming very specific. It's a meeting with a bunch of people and you have to find a time for you all to go in the office, but no, not anymore. Now you can just meet on your computer. That thing I said about how there's something in your teeth, you might want to actually take that thing out of your teeth because you're going to be meeting on your computer or your iPad or your phone and they're going to be seeing you in crystal clear HD, and you're going to see them, and you're all going to be able to hear each other, and you're all going to be able to collaborate on documents. You can share your screen. You can do whatever you need to do, and it will be just like actually having a boring meeting in the office, only it's an interesting meeting on your computer, and you can do it from the coffee house, from a hammock, from Jamaica, from, um, let's say you dug a hole in the sand and you buried, just so you buried yourself in the sand. You can do it from there as long as you still have access to your hands. Maybe don't do it from there. I don't think it'd be good for the sand to get into your electronics and crevices, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, the point is, this is how everyone has office meetings in the future, and the future is now. Go to meeting. Work smarter this summer with Go to Meeting with HD Faces and my listeners. That's you guys can try it free for 30 days. Don't wait for this special offer. Visit gotomeeting.com, click on the Try It Free button, and use the promo code Allison. I'm Allison. That's why that's promo code Allison. Be sure to use the promo code Allison. 
Okay, and as you know, and this goes for the next one I'm going to talk about as well, uh, everyone is tra- everyone, everyone in the world is tracking uh, who comes to them via my podcast. So if you like the show and you want to help us out, sign up for your free trial, won't you? I think you'll be happy you did. And secondly, but uh, just as importantly, I want to tell you about the new Squarespace. Squarespace is a way to create a website or a blog that will look fantastic, and it is very easy to do. It's exceptionally well-designed, but you won't pull your hair out because I don't know if you've ever tried to make a website, if you've ever coded anything. That can be very confusing. Um, Here's a way to do it that is really easy, and I wish this had been around when I was trying to do websites. Um, there's with the new Squarespace, first of all, there's all sorts of social media integrations. You can like instantly pull in your Instagram photos or all your other social media stuff. But the thing that I think I find most compelling is that you can drag and drop. So you don't have to type in some code that you had to cut and paste from somewhere else. I'm speaking from personal experience and then, you know, click something and then you look at it and you're like, that is not at all what I wanted it to look like. You'll know what it looks like right away because you are dragging and dropping. It's pretty amazing. Um, so for a free trial, go to squarespace.com slash best friend, squarespace.com forward slash best friend. You can sign up for a free account, no credit card needed. Just try it out and start building your website. And then if you decide to purchase it, use the offer code best friend eight. I know before I told you best friend seven, but now because it is the eighth month, we are doing best friend eight, best friend eight, commit it to memory. Uh, so use the offer code BESTFRIEND8 and get 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, which includes monthly and annual plans. And don't forget, you get free domain registration with an annual plan subscription, which is pretty awesome. That's squarespace.com forward slash bestfriend and use the offer code BESTFRIEND8. And by the way, current Squarespace customers can convert their accounts and content to the new Squarespace whenever they choose to, or they can keep their site in the current Squarespace code. If that doesn't make sense to you, that is okay. But if you are already familiar with Squarespace, space, then that just made sense to you. Okay. Now that I have got that, now that that's all in the rear view mirror, let's say, it is time to listen to this episode. Uh, I recorded this one live at Nerd Melt, and my guests were Pete Holmes and Michael Rosas, and I hope you love it. I love you. Bye. Wait, I also, I forgot something. I forgot something, you guys. It's me again. How annoying. I'm annoying. <sighs> okay. Let's say you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you're going to because Amazon has everything. Um, Click through the banner on my site, alisonrosen.com, and then buy whatever you're going to buy. And it does not cost one cent more for you, but um, a little bit of that will go my way, and that helps the podcast. Okay, for real, you guys, it's real now. It's really happening. Here's the episode. I love you. Bye. Rosen and welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. You might have noticed that I came out on stage and then I left the stage because I left my keys in the brim of the sombrero, which is not where they go. They go in my purse where I can't find them. Um, as you probably know from the fact that, I mean, 
Hello, you know. Anyway, this is a podcast. We are taping this, so please uh, make all of your reactions big. Even if you don't think something's funny. Do I need to know that? No. <laughs> I'm tangled up in this. And uh, my guest tonight is a very special guest for me and for you guys. It's Pete Holmes. And he was the very first guest I ever had on my podcast, so that is exciting, and that's like uh, everyone, one of everyone's favorite episodes is that one. So I will bring him out in a moment, but first, I wanted to share a little list with you guys, and this is the third live show that, uh, so we need to, maybe we should just close this door. It's very informal, just, uh, you know, in case my keys want to come back. Um, this is the third live show of my podcast that I've done, although I've done a bunch of studio ones. And before the very first one, I was really nervous. So I made a list of things that I was afraid of. Um, and I thought, well, I can't do that every time, though, because it's going to be like the same fears over and over again. So I didn't do it the second one, which allowed enough time for a whole bunch of new fears to crop up, which I'm going to share with you. I'm worried there won't be a huge turnout, and then it'll be like having a party that no one shows up at, and hey, I thought you said your podcast was popular. (laughs) I'm worried that by saying this, I'm drawing attention to it, and whereas before, people in the audience would have thought, how cool, an intimate show. (laughs) I like that she really brings it, whether she's performing for two or 200 people. Now they'll just think about how it's closer to two people... And by the way, now the people at home listening to the show will also be thinking, I wonder how many people turned out for the show, when before they wouldn't have had any idea or even thought about it. (laughs) I'm also worried that by my saying this, you will think you're just a warm body to me when really you're so much more and I love you, though would I like to love more of you? Yes. I'm worried that there won't be air conditioning at Nerd Melt, and I will begin to form beads of sweat on my upper lip, which I refer to as a sweat stash. And what if from far away or in photos it looks like an actual mustache as opposed to beads of sweat in the formation of a mustache, which is sexy? (laughs) I'm also worried that the two small blemishes on my nose, which are under control right now, will seize upon this opportunity to freak out, and then my nose will look weird and lumpy, making me wonder if there's some validity to the name this mean girl once gave me, Pickle Nose. It's true. (laughs) I'm worried that by mentioning this, people will suddenly become aware of my nose's pickle-like features. I'm worried that it will be so hot, my face will turn red and swell up, and I will will look like a tomato wearing a pickle. I'm worried that because I'm wearing Spanx tights, my body is smooth and lean where the tights cover, but all my flaws are actually just getting squeezed and pushed north until they crescendo into an angry, rippling muffin top, visible from every angle. I'm worried that my Spanx can't stand up to the G's exerted by my thighs, and they will fly off and hit an audience member in the face during the show. That won't actually happen, so you don't need don't, don't duck or anything. So about this girl who called me this, Pickle Nose, she thought I was sleeping with her ex-boyfriend, which I so was not. Pickle Nose was not sleeping with your boyfriend, bitch. But despite this, she actually kindly offered to rearrange my face, pickle and all. And actually, I did sleep with him later. But that was later. (laughs) It was much later. It was the stress of her attack on my face that brought us together. Uh, I'm worried friends, specifically the ones who at the time reassured me my nose did not look like a pickle, will hear this and think, Jesus Christ, she's still talking about this? (laughs) 
And I'm worried this list isn't charming or revelatory in a good way. It's just crazy. And now everyone's like, I don't know if I want a sweaty, crazy, pear-shaped girl who talks about her nose to be my new best friend. <laughs> That's the list. All right. I think it is time to bring out Pete Holmes. What if I just kept going? It's like, hi, and then I just go, and you never see me again. You hear a single are shotgun you, blast. Are you too good for the chair mic? Where's the chair mic? It's on the chair. This one looks like I'm a wedding band. I know. It's cooler. Let's give it up for Claire and Marie. It's a lesbian wedding. How are you? I can do chair mic. I mean, I, I don't What is this mic? Care. It's so shiny. I think it's for, it might be for my other guest, Michael Rosas, who's going to play a few songs at the end. Oh, it shouldn't be on. That's not green. <laughs> That's the right laugh. He gave it like a sneaky kind of detective laugh, like, ha, ha. We're closer to solving the crime. So, Can you get, get some sombreros up here? That I know, would be great. unfortunately. Oh, do you have some room on the table? Okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't, this, this is not a sombrero regulation Don't worry about table. it. So, um, Pete, What is it? I need to know what you're saying. I look like John Ritter. What is it? <laughs> I mean, you're right in the front, which is fine. You seem like really lovely people, but you keep whispering to him and going, is it that I'm taller than I sound? Oh, thank you. Is that really what it is? Helpful heckling? You look great. <laughs> thank you. That's so lovely of you to say. Are you guys dating? Do we interview the front row? Yeah, we do, actually. Is no, that? you do. I do. I just sit here. No, it's your show. Allison Rosen is your new you know what? host. I will, um, I'll support you in your, your in, inquiring of my dating status. <laughs> my endeavors? Do you're not dating? What, why? Yeah, see, you seem she's like you have it. good chemistry. <laughs> good friends. You're waiting for Pete? <laughs> well, this, he's here. It's just got interesting. <laughs> why don't you beat it? And no, I'm, no, don't you do that. You stay together. I'm rooting for you to get together. Is that real? Do you I have don't a, believe that you really are, though. That I am what? Rooting for them to get together. I feel like you want to get in on that. To get with, with this girl? Maybe. Do people say that? Get with? <laughs> Is that what people say? Do you have a podcast crush on me? Yeah. Wait. Wait. That was so fucking awkward. That was so weird. I heard your fingernails touch your knees, and it sounded like a desk. That's how awkward and weird that was. Well, this I already wish happened. these 10 minutes hadn't happened. What do you... <laughs> what? Let's go back to when it was just me and the keys. Now, what do you consider a podcast crush? Well, Allison, do people fall in love with you on your podcast? I like to think so. Well, <laughs> I think you've won the hearts of many a fan. You Thank don't you. get uh, boys throwing their thongs at you and stuff like that? Um, well, no. I mean, I get people emailing me, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, I guess I do. I what? get mostly, du mostly dudes email me. This guy's emailed me. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you I'm in love with my best friend. <laughs> and she likes you. How can I be more like you? That sort of stuff. But here's the thing with the podcast crush. <laughs> what are my you guys, the friend. best? This is like the best little bubbling, like, like colander pot of laughter. I love that. Is that a term, colander pot? Colander pot of laughter? Oh, yeah. Forward. There's actually a club called that in Atlanta. The colander? colander where are you playing this weekend? Colander pot of laughter. <laughs> in Atlanta? Yes. <laughs> it's uh, next to Zany's. Well, is your... Zany's sieve. I haven't... Um, 
Do you... Zany's Slotted Spoon. <laughs> oh, God, there are so many Zany's riffs. That's a I don't franchise. Know. Is it? Yeah. I These are not really Zany's riffs. These are riffs on kitchen utensils. Come on, Pete. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm a bachelor. <laughs> so I just live alone, kind of walk around in an open robe, thinking about how much weight I lost. That's Yeah, I, I wanted to ask, have you been working out? Yeah. What, no. what are you doing? No. No, I will talk about this, Allison. And okay, I will hate please. myself as I do. Good. I do yoga. Oh. Really? I have yeah. never done yoga. Yeah, you, you would like it. And I actually <laughs> try to not, uh, I try to prevent a certain look from forming on my face when people talk about it. Yeah, it's no. It's like this. Yeah. People That's don't. great for the listeners at home. <laughs> no, it looked like you smelled a cat fart. That's yeah, what that looked like. Yeah, it was very I felt like, th- thank you. That's what yeah, I there's, uh, you Look, I judge myself too. It's p- totally possible to say things that, like, part of your brain is like, this is the worst. And then there's another part of your brain that's like, say that. Oh my God, that's every that's single how, thing I say every I single moment of every day. I was just talking to Zach Greger about how I believe in God because, uh, listen to what I'm about to say. Because <laughs> when I do my laundry, I have lots of different kinds of socks and I will dump it out on the bed. And a lot of the socks will be together. Okay? Are you listening to me? That's ridiculous. But there's a part of my brain, there's rational brain, that goes, that's stupid. Right? Wait, 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 wait. What? What? <laughs> what? The part of you that's saying that's stupid the way you just described it, or the fact that oh, you're what looking a, what, at your no, socks no, no, in this I, I'm manner? Sorry, you're right. You're right to stop me, because I didn't finish the thought. When I find, like, a blue argyle sock and another blue argyle sock, and I consider the journey those socks went through, meaning they were mixed up when I tossed them in, you know what I mean? Oh, they were like my the hamper. opposite of entropy. Exactly. So they get washed. <laughs> Divine order in your socks. And then they get dried, and then I dump them on my bed to fold, and the two blue argyles are together, and there's a stupid part of my mammal brain that just goes... There's a God. That's all it takes. Don't get me wrong. This is what I'm saying. There's another part of my brain that goes, don't be a fucking child. But both of those guys live upstairs. And I celebrate both of them and have them over for tea. I See, I would just think, you think if there is a God, he cares about your socks like that? Absolutely not. Uh, that's but, but what you, you're using. Your, you're using your rational brain. I want to use my feely brain. Okay. And just allow that. Why are we so hard on ourselves? We have stupid thoughts all the time that you like form beliefs based on, and that's fine. Be an idiot and a genius. That we're contradictions. We're at odds with ourselves. Just embrace it. You're falling more in love with me, aren't you? I'm fun on a picnic. So yoga. Yeah, God, I want to punch myself in the dick, but I also like stretching. (laughs) Stretching is a lot of fun. I like your style. Your vibe is really nice. See? He owned it. He just said thank you. That's right. He embraced that. There's something about him. I feel like he's looking out for all of us. You did what? Oh, you mean your look? I just meant your energy. (laughs) I'm hitting on you more than her. That's all I was like. What are you doing after? Uh... Sorry, Allison. Now has. Did you say meow? No, no, I said now. I said now. I definitely heard meow. We're gonna have to play that back. It might have been meow. meow. That happens. I do, that happens to me increasingly, and I'm on the air all the time. Like, would, like would you say words wrong. Yes, that's pretty much what it is. I think I had a more elegant way of putting it, but that's pretty much exactly what... No, 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 it's okay. That's exactly what it is. I reduced your thing down to something kind of basic. Yeah, I say words wrong. And if you say a word wrong in front of a crowd, a crowd will never endorse it. It's evolutionary. If I'm telling a joke and I'm like, uh, 
you know, knock, knock. You know what I mean? <laughs> no one allowed. See, I would say knock, ock. What's that? Knock, ock. Knock, ock. Knock, ock. That's what I would accidentally If say. you go knock, ock on the punchline, like, uh, uh, knock, knock, who's there? 9 11, 9 11, who? You said you'd never fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, if you fuck up the punchline, okay, some of you haven't heard that one before. That is the funniest knock, knock joke. <laughs> Uh, but if you fuck up a punchline when you're doing stand-up, there's something in our brains that goes like, he's weak genetically. Like he has a bad tongue and a bad mm -hmm. brain. So Under don't pressure. endorse him. Don't lift him up as our king with laughter. Instead, shun him. And there's something, when you don't laugh at someone when they fuck up their words, really what you're saying is, no one breed with him. <laughs> Isn't that God, weird? you're right. Yeah, because we're judging and labeling. It's embarrassing. Because sperm travel on the top of laughter. <laughs> That's well, for I, me. Not, I mean, you, sperm heading towards you would be something different entirely. <laughs> yeah. You could I, be the king of sperm, though. The new Radiohead album? <laughs> <laughs> sperm is a real fucking deal, man. I don't envy... I don't envy women for... It's so external. Men are so external. You have to deal with these dicks pointing out. You know what I mean? That's good. You're like trained as a little girl. You're like, if you do it right, it'll grow into a monster that points north. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say trained as a little girl <laughs> about that. But I get... The general vibe. Dicks. Of, I want of you to pointy know, dicks being like, yay. It's weird, ha it's weird having a dick. And I, I don't know if you've ever men, uh, men, what is this, a youth retreat? Men, gather around. I, you know, after sex or something, I'll, I'll be in the bathroom, okay? And I have an erection. Or maybe I just okay. took myself to dinner. Sure. And I've looked at myself in the mirror with an erection. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous... Have you? It's a ridiculous <laughs> sight to just look at it and it's just like, that's what it looks like? Are you like. pleased or disgusted? It's neither, Allison. And it's, I need it. I need it. It's a, a very black or white world in my brain. It's not like, way to go. It's, it's not even in that world. It's just like, what are, what are we doing? I have this flesh spear attached to me and it gives me, like, direct orders. <laughs> It's giving yeah, it me orders over. all the time. It's like, I'm in control now. You're a fucking ridiculous appendage. And he's in control. What a joke. But here's what I'm having sympathy for you women, right? Okay. Women get things put into them. That's weird. Yep. And then also things are shot out at you. There's nothing... Like babies we... or ping pong balls? Keep it pinging and bonging, oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> I just feel like, one time I said this on stage, it never worked and it'll never work and it won't work now, but the idea of explaining... Oh, <laughs> this is going just as planned. <laughs> Tell me more. I'm just protecting myself for okay. the failure. All right. It's weird the thought of sperm. You brought up sperm. I did. And sperm is a weird thing. It's, it, I, I, I'm not a girl, but I imagine the day that you learn about sperm is weird. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, when you have sex or oral sex or whatever, uh, you know those ball things? Well, that's like a factory for sperm. It's like, what's sperm? It's like, don't worry, you'll see. You know what I mean? It is such like, a shame that there's no more sex ed in school. Is that gone? I think it's on its way out. I would love to teach it just I in know. the parking lot. <laughs> Gather around, girls. Uh, sperm, it's, uh, it's a hot surprise, and it's on the way. It's so creepy. It went from funny to creepy real fast. Yeah. No, I... I did learn about sperm in first grade because we had sex ed and it was like in first grade? yeah but, that, but it was where do you go to school? Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> gather around we know why you're here sperm right put down your milks I'm here to teach you about the other milk 
Okay, that should have done better. Yeah, that was day one. And then makeup and tassels was day two. Uh, and then diploma twirl. was day three. And then it's like, put yourself through medical school. You had to pick your diploma up with your cheeks. <laughs> Which ones, cheeks. though? Somebody yeah. said butt cheeks. That would so, uh, no, it was, fir- it was first grade. I've, you might find the surprise, but I've never told this story on a podcast. Okay, good. Yeah, because it's not very good. Anyway, it was first grade. Well And, good. yeah, I'm protecting myself. Ah. And they showed a picture of an egg, which... Yeah. But you didn't know where this egg was located, so it just looked like a planet. And then there were these like little things that swam towards it, and you yeah. sort of, you know, it was very scientific and very right. matter of fact. And I'm pretty sure I learned that before I even learned what sex was, or because that's the thing they would teach it d- divorced from you know the aforementioned ball factory or yep. oral sex. Yep. And oral sex, when I first learned about that freaked me out. Yeah. And I remember, and here's a cringe-worthy story, saying to my dad, does everyone do that? Or just gay people? <laughs> and to my horror, he said, everyone. That is horrible. And I was like, ah. Uh, I remember. Uh, I, when did you learn what a blowjob was? Uh, young. I don't, I, yeah, young. I mean, much younger than it ever happened. Yeah, I was in seventh grade. That sounds nope. good. Nope. Fifth I'm, grade. Um, okay. I think, yeah, yeah. I want to say like nine or ten, eight or nine or ten. Yep, that's about right. I remember some kid made a joke. Matt Morano made this joke where he goes, there was a basketball shot and he was jumping in front of the guy and his face was right in front of his, you know, his area. And he said, it looks like he's making a, giving him a blowjob. And I just went, ha, ha, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, I know that. Ha, ha. And I moonwalked away. And then <laughs> asked my brother what a blowjob was. This is weird. I was, in, oh, no. <laughs> I was in the bathtub. Way too old to have my brother just coming in. But that was kind of like when you're a kid, that's like your office. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the only time you have that's alone. So I'm like, get in my office. I'm in my, I'm in my nude office. Get in here. This meeting's going to be over soon. The water's turning cold. Oh, I hate that. And I said, what is a blowjob? And then I dunked my head under the water and bubbled laughed. You know, a good bubble laugh. And then I came up and he said, that's when a girl puts a penis in her mouth. And then, I, and then I probably laughed again. But and did you it, believe that this really happened? The, I believed it, yeah. It sounded worldly. about right. It sounded about right. And I, I think I was 20... 20. I think when, I was 20 when that happened. When you tried it? Yeah, also tried to do it to myself. Now, thanks to yoga, I can. <laughs> That's a weird thing, Allison. I think guys would suck their own dicks if they could. Of course they would. Yeah. But, but any guy also, if you're like, if I give you a million dollars, would you blow another guy, will act like never. But if, the second, if they had less vertebrae, that. You know, you'd see a lot less dudes walking around with nothing to do. All right, I have a question. Yeah. How frequently do you try this and then realize still can't do oh, it? Oh, no, you stop. You, real, you give in. You realize that you're... Uh, this bl- guy who also was rocking an Oh, safe Ferris. You try every few years just to see if you're a little more limber? But it would be, you know what it is? That's I admire... not how bodies work, though. You calcify as you get older. Although osteo, with osteoporosis, sometimes you shrink. You know, so Allison, most that. people trying to suck their own dick don't know what calcify means. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're more of a dick-licking people. Okay, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, I don't no. mean to bring my rarefied big words into your dick-licking <laughs> Just please only talk about leaning uh, over yourself. But we do that in yoga sometimes, and that is the dick-licking posture. <laughs> the downward dick? It's called the downward dick. <laughs> downward facing dick. Uh, no, it's called wheelbarrow. 
thank you. Okay. Well, oh my God, love connection. Have a lot in common. So Sorry, if you could friend. move one, I'm just teasing. Get over there. Uh, this is better as a TV show because nobody's gonna know why we're laughing. Thank you, good vibe guy. All I right. Well, I've been saying no. The fact that I've been saying I I should be on a TV show that we're gonna talk about that in a minute. Because we don't have to. I'm not done with this dick licking stuff. Oh, I, okay. Do you have more to say specifically about dick licking? I just want or, to put... Because I need to talk about crotchless panties. Okay, let, oh, put, it, put a pin in crotchless panties. And I will wrap Where? up the... Fi- right in the crotch hole. Okay. <laughs> Not while you're wearing them, but I pick, I'm very much picturing putting them on like a bulletin board in a kindergarten class and go, study, or you're going to have to wear these. Uh, that should have gotten a much bigger... Again, level. we need to keep you away from all education. Yeah, I know. This is just, Pete Holmes is your new best pedophile. That's what this is. <laughs> Um, I what okay what well, okay so oral sex for a guy we learn about that and it's all like oh it's mysterious and you don't know what you're doing that's fine you learn that you have to like do it and then make a choice I'm talking about sperm yeah yes you, yeah that no they don't teach scarier. that to you though you you're just freestyling <laughs> you just kind of I wonder what happens like lost <laughs> you're like, no you're like. <laughs> You're like, I'm pretty sure this dick is purgatory. Here it comes. Yeah, you're like, I wonder if I'm going to do it. Will I be able to do it? I wonder if I'm going to do it. I didn't do it. You didn't do it the first time? You, um, I love that there's a cricket just reminding us that, <laughs> that we could be doing it. Can we get a mic on the cricket just to make sure the viewers at home, I call them viewers. So you, what do you do now? Is that too much to ask? No, it's, um, you got I, it. I do both. Both. Some depends how I'm feeling. Oh, you trap with the swallow then? No, that I don't ever do. You, you know never what? swallow? I have to say, the last time I was on this stage, I got bamboozled into revealing how many sexual partners I'd had. Really? But yeah, because I was reading an email from someone who was asking, like, at what point are you a slut, blah, blah, blah. And then I, some, I think one of my guests was like, well, how many people have you been with? And so I said... And then I'm like, and what about you? And then he's like, mm-mm. And then my other guest, well, and my an other asshole. guest, no, I had all three guests refused to say. And then I thought, I'm just hanging with bad information out there. And now I'll tell you about whether I spit or swallow. Yeah. Uh, I never take it into my mouth and spit it back out because I feel like that What's is like... What's the point? Yeah, A. Yeah, you're getting yeah. it in there. You're like savoring it yeah. at that point. I've had girlfriends that it's get not up like and you're like trying to walk avoid the calories. For, 15 minutes looking for something to spit into. I'm like, yeah, just fucking let it down. Just let it down. Let it down. That's what I yell at her. And let I try it down. And, I try and make her laugh so it'll shoot out her nose. Oh, God. You guys have been so great. Gross. Thank you so much. I'm kidding. There's like five more hours. Uh, no, I know. But look, I'm, I'm here to sympathize, but I do Here's think... Th- can no. I say this? Because yeah, sure. I don't want you to be alone. You're saying you don't swallow. No, that's... Excuse me, that's it, not what I'm saying. I'm saying oh. I don't ever... If either I'm going to swallow it or I'm going to move away and just let it happen. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You're going to matrix it. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, though. Sometimes you don't know how it's going to taste until it is too late. Yeah. And so you have... That's the dice you're rolling. Yeah. A little salty dice. or like, oh, my God, what is going wrong salty. in there? Yeah, well, I mean, we all have our smells, don't we? This is a taste, yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah, well, smell and taste are linked. Uh, they're in bed together, 69 <laughs> And smell has the ass in his face. Uh, it's, again, funnier than we gave it. Thank you, good vibe. If a girl shot something from her uh, vagina and she wanted me to, I would, I'd drink that shit every time. 
I can't believe I heard a couple girls go, gross. Fuck you, you repressed Puritan. Fuck you, shoot it in my face if that gets you off. I don't give a fuck. Videotape it and put it on the internet. Put it on Instagram, I don't give a shit. If that turns them on, that's fine. It's a real turn off for me if a girl's like, I don't want, you should fucking devour that shit. Devour that shit and say, thank you so much. I know it tasted like ass, but like, what, you were just sucking my dick. Let's All put right. the formality aside. I, I, Why are you suddenly proper when the, when the punchline comes? Like, oh, I wouldn't do that. You were like this close to my ball here. Fucking get into it. Well, here's the thing. You guys have been great. Thank thing, you so please. much for having Please don't send this link to my mother. <laughs> It's not about image. It's not like I don't yeah. want I don't want him to think I'm the kind of girl who swallows. It's about I don't know if I feel like swallowing right now. You know and what? I've I... been told it's perfectly okay for me to exercise my right to not do that even if I'll be alone forever. By <laughs> men who are afraid you're too good for them. That's who is saying that to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, can, we can also call those men liars and cowards. <laughs> and men who hate women just a little bit. Who what? Ones who are afraid. I feel like the fear that a woman is too good for you. Yeah. That's like that's basically saying like, oh, you think you're too good for me? Take it, bitch. Oh, you think there's something degrading happening with swallow? I'm, I'm no, no, no. It, the whole notion of a man who thinks a woman is too good for is no, no. You're you're not saying I think she's too good for me. You're saying I think she thinks she's too good for me. Right? I, I don't know if I'm following you. Are you following me? Because what I was saying was a guy who told you, I don't care if you swallow, thought you were way better than him and was afraid oh. of losing you. So oh. it was like, I don't care. In other words, lied. And was like, right. it's totally cool if we spend Thanksgiving and Christmas at your mom's. <laughs> that guy's a fucking coward. And he should say, we're splitting that shit and swallow my gravy. <laughs> I think I might be the funniest person in the world. I don't know. I think I might be. For the kind of humor that I like. Scatological dick-based humor? Yeah, turkey-based and cum yeah. jokes. Um, right in my wheelhouse. I, I you was. guys have been great. Thanks. <laughs> it's five more hours. I, uh, what were you no, say I was about talking about something... Panties? Crotchless oh, yeah. No, I was talking about something, but regarding the people who think they're better than people, I was on a different train of yeah, thought no, than I you were. But sorry. I wanted to bring something. Okay, I'm going to talk about crotchless panties, but I want to tell you, Pete, that I was going through my phone, the notes app, yeah. and I found some notes that I had jotted down on, the, on my phone Okay. Uh, when I was going to do your podcast... You, you made did. it weird. You did do my podcast. You make it weird. Oh my god, I can't. Ever, this oh, again. You said it correctly too, and you could have just kept. Driving. I did that last time. Yeah, you were like you robbed a bank, and then you stopped at a Seven Eleven, and the cops came. <laughs> you should have just kept driving with you made it weird. You know what? I just had sex with the ex with the name of your podcast. Like you know when you break up and it's a clean break. Oh and then you yeah. Get a backslide. Yeah. And now, now, now you're in yeah, pain again. Absolutely. Yeah, I did that. I should have just kept going and never looked back when I said the name no, of your you're podcast. you're doing fine. People anyway. get it wrong all the time. I don't care. I don't really care. Yeah, you made it weird, and you came and made it weird. Yeah, but I, w I, had, I had jotted down some notes of things that I wanted to talk to you about based on, I guess, something that I had heard you say. And here are the three notes. And they now I don't know what they mean anymore. Red vines better than Twizzlers. That's a question. One, I guess it's a note. I think. Did you have a strong feeling about Twizzlers? Um, I can move on if this doesn't ring a bell. I like to bite the tip and the end off and drink my soda through it. But Twizzlers or red vines? Which one? I don't think we gave enough heft to, to me blowing some of these people's minds with the Twizzlers straw theory. 
It makes the soda last the whole meal. Yeah. The whole meal. The whole, the whole movie. And when you're done, the Twizzler is saturated in the soda, and you have a Coke Twizzler. And you can also do Coke with it. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I haven't had a red vine in a long time. I, I, I like the Twizzler's mouth, and I do what he tells me to do. <laughs> if you laugh at that joke, you're 30. Okay. <laughs> And then I wrote sociopaths, question mark. And then I wrote, sex is about power. Do you realize how dark that sounds? Because I must have been listening to you saying yeah. that sex is about power. Um, that sounds like something I would say. <laughs> There's a power exchange and a power dynamic. I think it would be uh, silly not to acknowledge that. Do you think there's ever a time where people can have sex and it's not about power? Uh, sure, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I don't no, know. No, but do you really? I feel like you don't. There's so much uh, thrusting and sweating. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like some... I I, I believe that people could be having sex and not be at all aware in their conscious mind that there's any power exchange happening. And I don't know if there is a power exchange. And it it doesn't have to be the man to the woman or anything like that. I think it goes both ways. But I think there is a little bit of a... You know, when girls want to, like, get on top or some shit, that's because they're like, I'm tired of being submissive to this bullshit. (laughs) I love that I brought it down to AM radio. I'm Ira Glass. We're doing the show in three acts. Act one, come gravy. Act two, submission and women on top. And we're going to finish it out with some discussion of Twizzlers. (laughs) And a short story by Mike Birbiglia. (laughs) He's everywhere. He's even on our imaginary AM radio podcast. Jesus Christ, he's so busy. (laughs) He's so prolific, he works his way into our riffs. (laughs) Who's this guy's riff agent? I know. I didn't even know they pitched him to be in my joke. <laughs> so, you're, about, you're doing a joke and you're like, I don't know, that's like, I don't know. And the agent opens a curtain. <laughs> Mike Birbiglia, maybe? <laughs> that's like Mike Birbiglia. I and guess, that's yeah, I know. And then, and then she's like, I will give you Michael Ian Black if you take Mike Birbiglia. <laughs> but if you don't, or whatever. Um... Okay, so crotchless panties. I was, and I, this is another story I've never told. I was dating this guy a long time ago, and he expressed his uh, interest what, in what? what number was he? I'm kidding. He <laughs> <laughs> was still in just the three digits. Oh God! I'm kidding. Nice. Kidding. No, I know. Are you? So, anyway, no, really. I mean, how could you... Is that even humanly possible, to be in the Thousand? four digits? Yeah, sure. Gene, Gene Simmons. <laughs> Anybody here bang a thousand people? I'm just going to guess. I'm going to guess no. I mean, come on. You had to be so busy. It's, it's stupid. Busy Sex banging. is so stupid. The, the moment... You, you're done. It's just like, what was that all about? <laughs> like, don't get me I wrong. Do. Sometimes... Honestly, I feel like that is more of a man thing. In fact, Adam Carolla, who, with whom I work on the Adam Carolla show, eh. yeah. <laughs> eh. he is forever trying. Sex was stupid. I don't know. I put it in there and. Jimmy Kimmel. He's not going to hear this, is he? <laughs> No. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's brought up that sort of the instant self-loathing that comes afterwards. And I, for, for women, I don't. I think it's a little more fluid. Well, I'm kind of like a lady, and uh, I <laughs> like if, if I if if I. Oh God, this is so weird. I enjoy the after uh, time very much. 
unless it was like some sort of regrettable thing, which doesn't happen often. But uh, I, I'm a, uh, they, they spend the night. Like if, if, if I have sex with somebody, they're staying over. Like it would be <laughs> weird if they, uh, they did. Not, you know, yep, that's, I'm going to stick and with And then that. what happens in the morning? Uh, fucking beat it. <laughs> yeah, it's a Tempur-Pedic. Hit the bricks. Hit the bricks. <laughs> Just throw the crotchless panties in their face. I'm nice at night. Fucking get out of here. No, I mean, uh, that's the funnest time. I, I think the intimacy of waking up uh, with somebody. That's like, I, like re- I like being silly with somebody that I just had sex with. I think it's funny to hit them with pillows and stuff. <laughs> it's weird. I mean, like, people, I, th- I think it's weird that, like, you can barely know somebody and do the most intimate thing, which is, you know, sex. Mm. And then, like, but then there are things that are weird. Why is it weird for me to, like, blow a raspberry on your ass or something? <laughs> like, why is that, like, wow, you're fucking weird. I ate your pussy. <laughs> fucking relax. Because one feels good if done right. Yeah. And the other is just some guy making a fart I slapping, say, spitting thing on your butt. I thought butt. you were going to say, and the other is oral oh, sex. That would have been so good. Yeah. I wish eh. I had said that. I don't know why the Corolla noise Mike Bertiglia would have said that. What I should have said <laughs> was nothing. <laughs> if you want to talk like Bertiglia, just say what you're going to say three times slower. Okay. He so anyway... Crotchless panties. So this guy liked sexy lingerie and crotchless panties, and I'm not someone who, you know, is super into all that, or I was not at the time, so I'm not. So anyway, I decided, you know what, I'm going to try to, I'm going to do this for him. I'm going to find some crotchless panties. So I was, He wanted that, or that was your idea? That was his idea. Uh-huh. Well, I don't, he hadn't said specifically, like, I find your panties to be way too full of crotch. Yeah. <laughs> They're a little crotchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, all this crotch covering. Well, it's, it's interesting, because when you said crotchless panties, I was like, I think that might be one way that women uh, incorporate power into their sexuality, because a crotchless panty is like, yeah, I'm not covering that shit. <laughs> the, the role of the panties... So is being naked, though. Yeah, but the role of the... It's a, it's a betrayal of the form. A panty's job, right. its, its invention was like, we need something to cover all these crotches. <laughs> and then the guy that made crotchless panties was like, what if we have something that's like, society, I play by your rules, guess what, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, look closer. These, right. these are spitting in your face. Yeah. Fucking Nancy an Reagan. <laughs> yeah. So, you bought crotchless. No, okay. Oh. So, I went to the store... And I'm like, I grabbed all these various crotchless panties from the rack. Uh, they were very colorful. Some had grommets and studs and whatnot. And I Wallace go in- and grommet? <laughs> yeah, it was I weird. I definitely pictured I Wallace went, and grommet. I, I went to Claymation Crotchless Panties <laughs> Incorporated. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. And uh, so I went into the dressing room where, you know, I was going to maybe try them on over my crotchful panties. Yeah. Which is tasteful. And then Wait, I was like... you can try on panties? The whole, it's, the whole thing a, was surreal. Is there just a barrel of fire that if you don't like them, you're like, nope, and daintily drop them in? No, there was a, it was a pool of bleach. <laughs> They're like, this is a fucked up business model. We can't sell the bleach yeah, panties. I know. But we also, so, go on. Okay, so anyway, I'm in the room, and I don't think I got any on. I, I, before I looked at them, I'm like, this, the hole, I don't, I don't get it. 
Yeah. And, I mean, who am I going to talk to about it? Like, I don't know if other people who are in the uh, purchasing of crotchless panties have a bunch of friends they can ask questions of or yeah. something. In my experience, anytime you try to Google anything like that, you end up seeing a lot of stuff you don't want. I made the mistake with Golden Girls. You don't get Blanche yeah. and Rose and Dorothy and whatever the other one's name is. You get Oldie. An oldie, yeah. You don't know. You could get some oldies. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. But not like that, yeah. yeah. So you just get like a bunch of porn shit popping up all over. So anyway, safe search on. In they didn't have that back then. No. And I just still don't know what that is. And (laughs) but I'm totally gonna do it. Anyway, in the dressing room, I'm like the whole is not going to line up with where it's supposed to go and there's, what's all this fabric? It's going to be like baggy and kind of saggy and then, oh my God, these are for men. These are not crotchless panties. You had men panties? I don't know. They're like a man's banana hammock or something with a hole for the dick to go through. Yeah. I was in like a like swinging gay men's panty store or something. I don't know. And then I was like, and How now you, no I, one helped you. Oh, that's okay. That's where I'm going with this. Yeah, sure. Why didn't the clerk say anything to me? A or B? Did she think I had a penis? Yeah. That's the only conclusion I can draw. Or she's just a sadist. Probably a little of all three. She probably, you know, day one, they're like, whatever happens, don't say shit. <laughs> that's like their policy. I guess. I, one time, I was so uncomfortable. A girlfriend wanted to go to the hustler store on. Um, is that sunset? Sure. Yes. That was a little too quick. I was like, yeah, Sunset, ask for Larry. He'll take you to the back. There's some Golden Girls stuff you've got to see. She went to this hustler store. I've never talked about this. And um, she was a very uh, liberated person. And I am uh, not really. I guess maybe I am now. I don't know. But you weren't because for people that don't know, you grew up in the faith. Yep. The real faith, guys. <laughs> so we were walking around this hustler store, and she was walking around Not like, the George Michael kind. <laughs> no, the we're not sure about George Michael kind. Like, we nice, judge yeah, George Michael. Right. Again, should have done better. Uh, that's on you, you guys. <laughs> I love that the guy who still tries to suck his dick every few years is like, nope, we gave it what it deserved. We'll try it again in a few years. We're open like that, but we don't like it. I love the idea of him listening to this podcast in three years while trying to suck his dick. Uh, where was I? Oh, right, in the Hustler store. Yeah. And she was walking around as calmly and coolly as I would walk around like a Target, basically. I love a good Target. Yeah, I can figure it out real quick. I know where the clothing is. I can, I can just sense it. It's in that mm, corner. Yes. So she was walking around, and then a salesperson was helping her. And he was like, she, was buying, she wanted to buy a toy. And she was like, I'm looking around. And this guy just came up and was like, Helping her, and then all of a sudden, I, I just couldn't have been more uncomfortable. He was like, "Oh, what's this for? Is this, is this for anal?" <laughs> just like, and he was like, "Have you had anal?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, totally." And he's like, "Great, great. This is great for anal." And I'm like, "Why are we all talking about my girlfriend's ass right now?" Yeah. And there's like porn playing, and I just wanted to light myself on fire so badly. That's one of those moments where you're like, "I'm a guy. I'm supposed to be like, this is great," but really, all I wanted to do was die. I wanted to die a million times. Is that what bad? were you? No, it's great. What were you buying for anal? It wasn't for anal. She wanted to buy like a little thing. A thing. Am I the only one who just wants to know more? Yeah, I mean, I want to know more too. <laughs> uh, I don't know. She. It looked like a. It was a small little thing, and it just buzzed a little bit. <laughs> and then uh, we didn't really use oh, a it. Oh, phone. 
What's that? A phone. Oh, she bought a phone. Uh, it was a prepaid vibrator. <laughs> but it barely got service. Uh, do you jailbreak your vibrators? Do I what? Jailbreak your vibrators. Do I jail? It's a phone joke. <laughs> the only number you can Three-year call. Three-year guy. Or, love yeah, that one. Yeah, he does love it. Star six nine joke, write your own. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm uncomfortable talking about it, which is great. I love getting into these areas where you feel something because life is so boring. <laughs> well, then let's talk about something where I'll feel something. Okay. You are, we were talking about this before. Red yeah, okay. Red Vines. No, um, you are going to be hosting a talk show, potentially. Tell us about your top potential talk show. Uh, well, I'm shooting a pilot. I kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is him backstage. Oh, yeah, you can ask me about that. I'll totally talk about it. Yeah, no, it's just weird to sandwich it between all this vulgar stuff that I'm like, I wonder if this is bad for me to do this. But, oh, and then plug have the, the moment of reckoning after the show. You mean where I regret doing it? Yeah. Okay. Don't have it during the show. No, I've said worse on my own podcast, and that already exists. Uh, I, I am. I'm, I'm taping a pilot, and it's on August 21st and 23rd. And if you want tickets, you go to teamcoco.com, regular slash Pete Holmes, which is weird that that exists. I'm thrilled That's just really that cool. that website exists. Yeah, it's, Thank it's you Conan's very much. production company. Yep, Conan, uh, Conan uh, is producing it. He's the executive producer, and we, uh, we like, pitched it together. He's, he's a hero of mine, absolutely been a hero of mine for most of my adult life, and it's a dream come true. And I was telling you that it's hard for me to manufacture the enthusiasm, because at first, the first person I told, I was like, ah! and then, like, the 15th, you're just like, please believe me that I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, and I am, I am incredibly excited, and we're, and we're shooting it now. We're shooting the pilot, and if it gets picked up, it would potentially go on after Conan, and it would potentially be on four times a week after Conan. But, you know, yeah. Oh, there you are. Was that you? Oh, how sweet of you. That's good empathy. Why aren't you more excited? Are you jaded already? Don't do that, Allison. Sorry. I know, I know you're joking, but they didn't laugh because they're like, he seems kind of jaded. <laughs> no, I'm exhausted. I did... Uh, think your own this. shit doesn't stink? Yeah. Is that what it is? You think you're better than us. I kind of do. <laughs> oh, no, I don't at all. I'm I know. only grateful. I'm incredibly grateful. It, it seems surreal. The whole time you're waiting for someone to be like... Just kidding, sucker. You know what I mean? Like, we really... watch you get excited. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's always a feeling. I think uh, it's really, I think it's a healthy thing, no matter what you guys, you guys, guys, whatever you do, it's healthy every once in a while to wonder if you're a fraud. I think that's, that's helpful. Thank you. Right? Because I, yeah. No, I, know I don't, well, I don't think of it as a healthy thing. I think of it as of a thing I'm Of course it is. By. You know who goes nowhere? People that are like, I figured it out. You know what I mean? You should always. Well, that actually brings me to something that I find super odious and annoying in everyone, which is when people decide they're now an elder statesman of anything. Yep. Fuck that. Never stop. It, it remind, yeah. In fact, my worst elder statesman moment was when I did Weight Watchers years ago and I had like lost 10 pounds and they're like, do you want to say a few words? Yeah. And so I told them about my journey. And what I had learned, and then gave them some hopeful words for themselves yeah. on their own journeys. Sure. Fuck me. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean... It was like 10 pounds. It was a long time ago, and I still had more to go. R okay. I don't know what to say to that. I know. It's, un it's uncomfortable. Let's talk about other... I just, there's other elders... You look great. <laughs> I can't get enough of that being yelled at me. <laughs> in a really scary way. Do you like being um, catcalled? No, not, I mean, no, not, if, if it feels just oh. nice yeah. and not at all menacing or like there's anything required of me in return, right. then sure, it makes me feel good. Yeah. If it feels like, shit, where are they? Then I don't like it. That was something disturbing to me. I, I, that gr dildo girl was, uh, 
was very attractive, and she would get a lot of attention, and I used to hate it very much. And then, I, and then, like, I would get recognized, and I would love that, and then I had to, like, reconcile those two truths, you know, what I was like. But I was like, but I'm a talent whore. You know what I mean? But is it, is it the same thing? I don't know. Like, Could you date, be dating, with... Dating, yeah. dating a girl with really big uh, boobs is like uh, dating a B-list celebrity. You know what I mean? It's like dating Polly Shore. <laughs> you know what I mean? People kind of take a second look and sometimes they want a photograph. <laughs> I don't know why we're all not lifting me up like Rudy right now. Do you realize this is free? I'm not being paid to like spin this yarn yeah. for you guys. And you're yeah, like, you guys. Mm, we'll get the next one. He's going to have a pilot. Yeah. Get in line now. Okay, now, I said that if we talked about this, then it's going to make me look super unattractive because it's yeah. going to come out as my jealousy. And what did I say? Which I is, said it was you said, uh, Yeah, you just encouraged me to make a fool of myself. And I was like, no, oh. no, no. I think... I know. I think... Go ahead. Say what... You, and then I'll endorse it. Well, no, I just want to know more about this because recently I was told in a meeting, which made me feel like I'm a fraud, why am I doing this? It was like, oh, they, no one ever gets a talk show unless they're a household name. And, I mean, actually, I could go into more detail, but I won't because it's just sad. It just made me feel like, yeah, shucks. You mean they're saying, like, Rachel Ray gets a talk show because she's Rachel Ray? They're saying, like, yeah, yeah, girl, we hear that you think that you could host a talk show, and I'm sure that you have some interviewing chops and blah, 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 right. but get in line, and by the time your number is called, you'll be dead, because it'll be that many years, because you're that unknown, fuck you. Yeah. That's what I heard. I don't yeah, think that's yeah, what yeah. he said. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It sounded like that in my ear. And now here you are. Yep. I love you. I think you're hilarious. Here my voice is getting very loud. Oh, Jesus. But I don't know. It's been great to be alive, guys. I had a good run. I really just don't want to die. I love you, Pete Holmes. Thank you. But. No, no, you were saying. You never want to hear that. No, I love no, you, but. I, no, I love you, No, but. I guess what I'm, ask, what I'm asking is how'd you do it? Because I don't know that, because you're not the level of household name that this person convinced me that even they can't get talk yeah. shows. Well, neither was uh, Conan O'Brien. Well, that's what I tried right. to say. Yeah. Well, who are these fucking people acting like they have any fucking idea how show business works? Well, that was... Get the out night. of the yeah. way, you fucking idiots. Thank so, you. Thank I you. Mean, and look, I don't even judge... I, it sounds like I do. Part of my brain huh, <laughs> does judge these, uh, some of these people sometimes. But you know what? Like, we're these needy performers that need to be given reasons for why we're not being given instant success. So I don't blame them for formulating a pretty reasonable excuse for you to not have a talk show right now. You but know I, what I'm saying? I wasn't even... I wasn't even pitching a talk show. That's the thing. Yeah. It was just a general meeting. And oh. then it's like, so what do you want to do? You know, so what's the goal? What's the dream? Or right. no, he didn't say what's the dream. He said, look, what's the goal? And then I was like, well, the dream is, and I, you know, told him about my talk show. And yeah. I, I've got a whole thing that right. I can explain about it. And then he just like, just picked at it a little bit. And by that, I mean yeah. a lot. And then I walked out of there like that tall. Sure. No, but I here you are. That. I should have thrown your name out there. <laughs> well, I mean, you call that guy. <laughs> and have another meeting and he'll say what about Pete Holmes and he'll go I don't know who that is yeah. and you go exactly and just run away well you know I think I think it goes down to like managers and agents and all that sort of stuff uh, all they look I love my managers I love my agents they're great it's a difficult job I sympathize with their job and we are difficult people 
performers are needy, we have a lot of anxiety, we have a lot of preposterous dreams, and 99.9% .9 of these people uh, in, in any sort of kind of crazy pursuit aren't going to get these things. So they have to manage our expectations mm -hmm. all the time. But what happens is the same people that are like, no one sells their first movie, then you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they're like, you're hot, baby, you're hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just the business. You can't, you can't fault this guy for saying what might be true, but you can just be like, look, you, you ask him a difficult question and he gives you that answer, and that's a safe answer. Is he probably right? Yeah, probably. Right. Now, you say that to 900 people, maybe the 901st will get a talk show. or whatever. It's probably even bigger numbers. I don't even want to think about how, uh, how fortunate I am. But like... Uh, it's, it's hard to answer. But I mean, like, everything all of us do, and I don't, again, I don't want to shit too hard on manager agent types. It's stuff that we he do. He was a production guy, actually. Or, the, or those guys as well. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I actually didn't think you were talking about a manager agent. I I'm said that saying, because I think my agent is here and I love her. And that's fine. And uh, my manager won't listen to this because he doesn't give me enough coverage. <laughs> And I have a talk he sounds show. Like an <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He's great. He's great. He's just busy. <laughs> so weird. Anyway, I'm just saying. Ultimately, those those people aren't the gatekeepers, and this is what's great, and this is what's empowering. Is if I, I've always been a believer that we, no matter what you're doing, you should just keep your head down and do that. And the people that will help you the most are your peers. You know, so much more than any production person. And then you know everybody that tells you something was impossible the year before, when it happens, will act as, as I would if I were in their position, like they always knew it was going to happen. And that's fine. And then that probably feels good, even though there's part of you that's of like... Of course. Eh. And I'm not, I'm not here to be like, where were you when I when you fucking fired? Nobody <laughs> believed in me. I made me. Because they're doing a million things behind the scenes and they are pushing in different ways yeah. and maybe it doesn't work. And at the end of the day, we're all a bunch of idiots. So, so how, how did you make this happen? Like, how did you get, how did great, you pitch it to Conan, yeah, or it's a, if it's, that's what happened? It's a great question. I have no idea. <laughs> um, you know, I'm glad nobody ever told me this, but it turned out a little bit that when I was doing Conan, I've done Conan uh, twice, I've done stand-up on Conan twice, that that was a little bit of an audition, you know what I mean? And I'm glad they didn't tell me that, because it's already nerve-wracking enough just to do Conan, and if somebody before I went out was like, by the way, they're looking for someone to follow the show, good luck! You know what I mean? You'd be like, why is there someone from the 1940s yeah. speaking to me, hey? Why is John Mulaney here? Good luck. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. Google him. He's worth a Google. Uh, I, I, that would have freaked me out, but it, it turns out that those things are a little bit of a, you know, performing under pressure and that sort of stuff. And, you know, it's funny. I, I, I was, like, I was talking to, um, to Conan, and I was like, have you seen the Batman videos we did? And that's some of the most popular stuff I've done. And he was like, no, and, which was fine, but I was like, they're really, I think it was like we got along and we, we hung out and we met and, and we realized that we were very, very, very similar. Like talking to him, John Mulaney actually is a really good friend of mine and, uh, and when I sat down with Conan, I, I realized that we are very um, similar people and that we create, we tried it. This is going to sound lofty, so just give me the lofty pass. <laughs> we create comedy that isn't against people. It's like inclusive sort of stuff and that's something that he 
recognized in me. And then he was like, well, let's meet. And then if I thought about that meeting that I had with him and was like, this is my shot, that would have also made me shit my pants. And instead I just went in and was like, I'm just going to talk to Conan. But really that way, you know, he's sniffing me out. And I met with his producer and he's sniffing me out. A lot of sniffing me out. <laughs> a lot of what show business is is acting like what's happening isn't what's happening. Yeah, it's so true. You know what I mean? It's like, we're, And we're dating just can be that way it's as well. It's a lot like dating. <laughs> um, and it's a lot like stand-up there, there's like a real denial we learn how to, com- to, how to compartmentalize and uh, re- reduce anxiety the idea of, of having this kind of candid conversation in front of you in front of this group and then also to consider the people that will download it and listen to it that, that's a panic attack that's a recipe for a panic attack but like uh, people like us learn how to just suppress that and kind of delude ourselves and be like, no, I'm just talking to you and nobody will ever hear that really gross turkey cum joke I made. <laughs> well, and also, then there becomes a thrill, I think, in essentially, and this is to get deep and also disgusting, how I used to think about, sometimes I would make this metaphor, it's like, look at me, I can take a shit in front of other people. Right. Like, there's this thrill that comes from just revealing something yep. that you don't even want to admit to yourself. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I was talking about when you were like, I don't want to talk about being jealous. I was like, why not? That's human. It's like, it's like a good reaction. And when you told me that, when you were like, I'm jealous, I was like, I, I, I was kind of like grateful for that. I was like, thanks for shooting me fucking straight. Just like, so that you can feel something because you don't feel anymore now that you're famous? Ah, <laughs> eh, eh, that's, why, that's why you're my news girl. Eh. <laughs> You're not funny, but you're hot. Come <laughs> 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 <Kim> on. <laughs> that's him on his deathbed. Why do I feel like that's like old man Corolla? <laughs> Fan belt. <laughs> we'll just start yelling out car parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carburetor. And I'm out of parts. <laughs> I am out of parts. <laughs> Engine. Why am I such a pussy? I'm like, I, li- I really like Adam. I like you, buddy. Um, so you know it's interesting so you're talking about wanting to do the show you're talking about your jealousy and stuff these are good things feeling things is good not feeling something not having a reaction is bad if you can quantify and measure how you feel and then interpret that somehow that's like that's why humans are kicking ass that's why there are no monkey skyscrapers you know what I'm saying like because we can feel something I don't know I think I might be the best you can feel jealousy and anxiety. That's like cheap. That's free cocaine. That's what Melania and I call anxiety. In my experience, cocaine was a lot better. <laughs> I've never done cocaine, which is actually true. It's I better said. than anxiety. <laughs> and also jealousy. <laughs> but, okay, yeah, I should make metaphors for drugs, I know. Um, but what I mean is it can, it can be a driving force. It, I've, yes, I've said yes, that, no, I totally agree with that. I was like, this feeling that this person doesn't get me and that they don't believe in, I mean, first of all, but he'd known me for 10 minutes, like how could he really? But it was yeah. so much more about exactly. myself and, like, and it, was, it wasn't about him. But this yeah. feeling that you are not aware of what, I think I can do yep. is actually a really good motivator yep. as much as it's uncomfortable at the time. A fucking course. Yeah. Do you know how many times I, I, I've been written off or, or called And these are some Keith ugly emotions I'm admitting. 
Did yeah. you say Keith? Yeah, somebody like, great to meet you, Keith. I'm you like, do? Jesus Christ. Wait. Well, Pete sounds like Keith. I was just, you think oh. I look like a Keith? No, <laughs> not, not if you don't like that. You look like a Cynthia. How's that feel? That feels wrong and weird because yeah. I don't look like yeah, one. Yeah, I know. Well, Where? I, you're right. I do look like a Keith. You, you, you're able to see that in yourself? Unfortunately. <laughs> you look more like a Pete than a Keith, though. Are there any Keiths here tonight? Keith sounds too much like quiche. Do you not like quiche? I love quiche. <laughs> but this it's all a makes gross sense. word. Yeah. It's kind of okay. it's it, quiche. The word quiche is how it feels in your mouth. Squishy. There's like a quiche. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's onomatopoetic. Is that a word? I think that's how I would say it as well. Yeah. But it's it, so yeah. I mean, you feeling jealousy or, or whatever, it, I think, can be a motivating thing. And, ang- and like well, a lot of performers are very angry. There's a lot of. Uh, displeasure and displeasure is good I, I think it can it can be very very unpleasant but if you get to a stable place uh, I think that's when you're in trouble but if you can take your rage and your frustration when I go home I remember like to my hometown I remember what it felt like to not have done anything I mean like even have done stand up I remember what it was like to be a kid just wanting to do stand up and it's like really painful for me to be home you know what I mean? Because I remember that powerless feeling. Yeah, so that's when I moved that. when I moved here from New York. I was afraid I was going to become that fat, sad girl again. Because that's kind of what I was when I lived here yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Was that part of your Weight Watchers speech? <laughs> no. I and wish I... it... No, my Weight Watchers speech was in New York. And it really was just... It just encapsulated the New York me. Yeah. He thought I was better than everyone. You know what's interesting about fat, sad you? Yeah. That's another... Oh, I would like to know. That's another... <clears throat> That's another part of growth is, is that we have these sides of ourselves that a lot of successful people I know are very cruel to those sides of themselves. So they take like weak, stupid them or like fat, sad you. And they like, you know no. that scene in, uh, in War of the Worlds where Tom Cruise has to, spoiler, kill Tim Robbins? You know what I'm talking about? Because Tim Robbins is going to blow their cover and he and his daughter are going to die because he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go fight the, the UFOs. And he's like, I have to kill that guy? And he doesn't want to. That's how I felt about different parts of my personality. I was like, I think Needy Pete's going to have to go in the, I know. In the boiler I... room and I'm going to have to kill him with a bat. And he's like, I'm you. And I'm like, die, bitch. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're... Specifically, like, seven, seven or eight-year-old me, I was actually watching, we found some home movies of... So my sister's like... She was, like, the cutest human being ever to ever walk the earth. And it's tough to be the older sister of the cutest human being to ever walk the earth. Because there's a lot of, like, oh, my God, she's so cute. She looks like a young Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, and you're cute, too. Like, don't lie to me. Yeah. But that's... Whenever I talk to my friend... Most of my friends are comedians. And when... uh, Which is weird. I could use a few... I could mix it up a little bit. Anybody... With some. <laughs> Are you a comedian? Close enough. <laughs> Steve Martin said teachers are in show business, so. You try to be? Okay, let's do this after the, sh- after okay. the show. Anyway, go ahead. Um, what was I saying? Really, where was I? <laughs> oh, so I, was, I was saying, I was talking about seven or eight year old me. Where I was going with that, though, yeah. was that I, we, I was watching this like home movie. Oh, right. And even now, I thought... Oh, this is what I tell and my And I was friends. a camera hog at that yeah. age. Yeah. And a hog. I was going to say. And I was like, get, get off the camera. Let the yeah, cute yeah, yeah, girl yeah. be cute. Yeah. And I, like, I had contempt for hey. that young me. And yet I know that a, a ther- any therapist 
who's mine, would say, uh, you know, you have to embrace that part of yourself. It's, it's the superpower analogy. Peter Parker didn't like getting stung by a radioactive spider, but it worked out pretty good. You didn't like being a cake-faced, topless toddler that no one wanted on the footage. But now you have a nice personality. And you get to sign cake with me. No, I'm saying, like, whenever... whenever it's turned into a nightmare so I know. quick. Whenever my funny friends are just like, yeah, I, I like, had to wear headgear... Uh, freshman year of high school and I, you know, I had this weird scar or I would fart whenever someone said banana. Uh, and I, you just say, that's why you're funny, man. And like, I, I said that to my friend today. A good friend of mine was talking about just like what a piece of shit daddy has. And I was like, that's why you're funnier than me, man. You're funnier than me because your life is more fucked up than mine, which is great. It's the superpower. You, Batman didn't want his parents to die, but he's hilarious. <laughs> What I do is I set up a pattern and then I violate it and it delights you. You're my puppets. I'm kidding. Oh, wow, I really ruined that. No, it was great. So, unfortunately, because of the time, we have to just get through the rest of this fast and uh, we're going to have to change the tone a little bit. It's about to become up and it's about to become zany and then it's about to become musical because Michael Roses is here, yes? Oh, we're going to have the musical guest. Yes, but we... Um, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask Gary a question, which is, do we have time to do just me or everyone real fast? Okay, it's gonna be just me or everyone. These sombreros are gonna get no love. But what's that? What's Did that? I yammer too much? No, you yeah. No, you were a great. You are a great no, guest. On. No, this sounds like I asked for it. Never when I asked for it. Thank you, Bob. You, oh, okay. you have been a great guest yeah. and. We are going to do a segment called Just Me or Everyone, but first I have to explain. I have been talking quite a bit about how I love ducklings and how my dream is to have live ducklings on the podcast, which in it remains my dream. And maybe they could follow me out on stage. I don't know. Or just like a duckling segment. Look at your face. That is the appropriate reaction. I just think it'd be great. Well, I'm taking a moment to picture it. Yeah. Anyone not smiling isn't thinking about it. See, I have ideas. May not be a household name, ducklings. Yeah. But anyway, some people were hoping there would actually be the ducklings at this show, and there aren't. But yeah. I do have a little something which will address the lack of ducklings. And okay. this is, okay, so this is where you and I have to walk off stage for just one second. Okay. And, but we can still, you can just take our mics with us. Should I give them my mic to Good Vibe? Okay, everyone look the other way. My mic's mic's not great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is obviously we're not as... Wait, hang on. Turn turn towards me. Oh, okay. First of all... Gary put it on so flippantly. (laughs) 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 Yay! (laughs) It keeps going... I know, it's a very insistent duck. They, they had to design it, and they were like, is three rounds of three too much? <laughs> no, I, I think that's good. It sounds like a little much. I mean, little kids are going to be pushing these. The dad might light them on fire. Uh, three rounds of three. <laughs> You're right, it's way too much. It's kind of different. Oh, no, it's, it is a wah-wah. Yeah, it's kind of... Do you think in, like, the... the test meetings they had for these ducks. Someone was like, I'm tired of always having to do that. <laughs> like, I don't have time. I'll tell you because this Otherwise, right now. someone might think it's actually a real duck. 
Someone definitely pitched one click to start it, and it keeps going until you click it again, but they couldn't quite figure it out. So they settled for way too many. <laughs> kind of sounds like they're making fun of us. I know. And then I wonder, what is the real application for these ducks, aside from when you can't get a live duck on your show? Japanese weddings? <laughs> is, it good is it good luck? I've never been to a wedding in Japan, but if they came out with these on, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> now let's eat ice cream from the future. <laughs> You can't keep, stop. Yeah, you keep doing it. I know. I don't have to, though. It keeps going. I think picturing, a, a, like, a duck wearing, like, a Hugh Hefner robe, like a duckling, that makes it slightly better. Then, Just trying to put them in scenarios. Well, that, like to, that would be like... Um, Ooh, let's do a duckling calendar. One, one month can be their, like, hunter ducklings, yeah. and they have their little webbed foot on, like, a dead deer. Oh, I like it. Yeah. But it's like a huge a politically deer. in a politically incorrect duckling calendar. D don't it, don't politicians go out and shoot deer to be like I'm like you? <laughs> Isn't that like what? Is that why they do it? I think they just enjoy hurting things. <laughs> Maybe doesn't, I'm cynical. Doesn't Mitt Rom? Is that somebody? Mitt Romney? Mitt, yeah, <laughs> that is definitely somebody. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. I know. Come on. Just, you can just, do better. just the name, Mitt Romney. I, got, I, I know nothing about politics, but Mitt Romney loses. That's what happens. Why name Mitt Romney? <laughs> the well, show got political at the end. I guess Barack Obama doesn't really sound too good no. either. I think... <laughs> I think it's time for Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I wonder... This is, everyone else is noticing this, right? That this is playing again? Yeah. I'm glad you know. I thought I was having a stroke. Is it just me, or did that play twice? Uh, all right. Let's see here. <laughs> Go A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Oh, I love... Okay, so A-R-I-Y-M-B-F is Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Oh, I know. Obvs. And uh, someone's Twitter name is now Go A R I Y M B F. Uh, when I'm at someone's house and they offer me water, I get mad when I turn it down, even though I'm really thirsty. And I can totally relate to that because I spent years saying, "Oh no, thanks," no matter what, even if I wanted the thing they were offering. Really? Yeah, not you. No, I, when it comes to food and beverage, I'm pretty, pretty on board. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> even if it's like the last piece of pizza and it's for children, I'm like, yeah, give that to me. <laughs> If I can beat it, you little children. That's good. You've always been that. Yeah. <laughs> Look. There's no end to what these ducks can do. We're Jenny and Forrest praying in the field. And to think, I was going to make us wear sombreros. <laughs> Fuck those hats. Uh, Unless you'd rather wear those. Uh, okay. Um, you look over, I'm just wearing the sombrero. <laughs> what the? I don't know. I feel so alone. Can I do one? Yeah. Every night when I fall asleep, I pretend I'm a sniper. <laughs> Not because I want to kill people, but because it seems so cozy to, like, hide. 
And you like wait, and you're in those ghillie suits. You know those like ghillie suits? I know that from Modern Warfare. And you're in a ghillie suit, and it's warm, and you're like, the, you're thinking about the mission for like most of the day, and then you're like kind of tired, and you're done with the click, click, click. You do the click, 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 and then you just drift off. I bet Sleepy Sniper, man. I bet. Do you really do that? Every night, Alice. And in fact, some nights I'm like, I can't fall asleep. Oh, I forgot my little scenario game. <laughs> But do you just think about this, or you actually crouch? Oh no, I, I well, you know, I'm, I, sometimes I'll be laying you do this on if my you're with a girl? stomach. What's that? If I'm with a girl, um, yep. <laughs> she has she has no idea the fantasy she's lying next to. She's like, "What a man!" And I'm like, "I'm a baby boy." All right. Iron Man Mike says, is it just me or everyone when people are so happy for no reason I get annoyed at them? Yeah, totally. Yes. <laughs> you don't have that? No, he's talking about me, Allison. Oh, people get mad at that's me That's an all attack. The time. I don't think so. I, you think that's what he's talking about? I think it's when you're... you're okay, sorry, I had to, had to deduck. Um, when, when I'm around two people and they are getting along super well, yeah. I hate them. I, I also don't like to be around people who are fighting. I like everyone to just be, like, quietly unhappy. <laughs> no extreme emotions. Thank you. No alarms That's and right. no surprises. That's right. From the new album. Let's just all suffer, suffer King together. King of sperm. I can't believe I called that back. I really don't know why we're not doing backflips right now. Uh, I do, though. We're running out of energy. Um, I... I, look, I'm a happy person, but I've also been on the subway, or I was on an Amtrak, and I was like, I don't know why, but I hate the back of this guy's head. Yes. So I understand, like, unbridled... Did it, did it have, like, a role? What was going on? No. I wish I, it had a role. It was just You wish head. it had something like, that you didn't look like. like, this fucking guy's head. Oh, I'm a guy on a train. Fuck you, head. That's all I had to see to hate him. So don't think it's all sunshine and high five and smurfs for old Petey Pants. <laughs> Sometimes hate just flares right out. I think that's important. You can be a good person and still be like, fuck that person's face. Yeah, I actually hate people based on their face all the time. And then I think that I'm an... And then I think, oh, that's awful. Well, have you ever met someone that looks like a total douche and then he's like, I'm actually great. (laughs) No. Right. You know why? Because that guy gets up every morning and he's like, oh, he looks like this. It's like frozen. And then he's like, maybe I'm not a douche. And then he brushes his teeth looks in the mirror and goes, oh yeah, that's who I am. And then goes out and acts accordingly. But when you look like this, you're like, I'm going to go hug everyone. You know what I mean? Kind of a happy face. You're right. There are some people who should be put down based simply on their face. Like, look at Good Vibe. He's ready to hug me right now. Okay, Kelly tweets you. I've noticed that Good Vibes has taken off his hat. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's fine. Feel free to take Vibes. your hat off. We took our duck hats off. I just yeah. was wondering oh. what prompted the change in he style. Was, yeah, he's playing along. Okay, now I feel, I feel bad. T- no, no, no. Oh, Sorry. wait, I can do this. I'm really good at figuring out why you shouldn't feel bad. You're great. <laughs> my therapist's phone went off during my session, and I went, it's okay, I was a little early, and that's probably when you turn your phone off. Like, I will find a way for you to feel okay about so yourself. so sad 
that we're not able to talk about Al-Anon because that's what this is screaming to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you saying, I don't want anyone yelling or happy. Yeah. You're just like, I was raised by drunks. That's what you should say. I'm surprised I haven't run into you at a meeting, but I've only been to one. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I've only been to one Al-Anon meeting because at the end of the meeting and during the meeting, I cried the entire time. And then they're like, and would the newcomer like to speak at all? And I was like, not really. But anyway, oh, you did, you did speak. I did because I can't displease them by not speaking if oh, they want me to speak. That's what you should talk about. They would love that. They'd be like, I know they'd eat that up, right? That's great. Sit down. I did that at another meeting. So anyway, um, I know, and I was like, I'm not gonna. This is not gonna be about me. I'm just gonna listen to whatever. But then, so I did talk a bit, and then anyway, at the end, I feel this like tap on my arm, and uh, this woman says excuse me, did you happen to go to so-and-so school? Which I did go to. And the school is not in this town. And then I turn around and I'm like, I know exactly who you are. You are the, the queen of the people who tormented me in seventh grade. Oh, boy. And, um, and that's the reason that for... It's a long story. But for years, I was... Like, in college, I still had dreams that people were taking quizzes on whether I was cool or not. It's narcissistic and pathetic. Wow. And it was all from the, all the stuff that happened in seventh grade. And this was the queen bee. And, but evidently, her life's not going so great. But anyway. <laughs> well, she told me it's not. Oh, okay. I but so anyway, just... I, so I was like, she, you know, uh, she's like, hi, I don't know if you remember me. I'm, and she said the name. And I was like, oh, yeah. And she's like, you know, I always felt bad about how that all went down. And I was like, what in seventh grade? <laughs> <laughs> Who remembers that? Yeah, as if it hasn't been this thing that right. has like loomed too big for in for a while in my life. And then for the rest of the time we were having that like chat at the end, I was thinking, I have to have my guard up around her because she is very mean. And then I was like, it's t- t- over twenty years later, and she's probably a different person. But do people really change? And I'm still doing it until I haven't been back. But well, I think I should go. At least you know her lashing out was because she came from an unstable house, and you guys aren't that different. You should be friends. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. It'd be pretty. I don't know. I, I, I actually the guy I mentioned earlier, Matt. Didn't I say Matt Moreno? Was that the podcast? Yeah, you did. I did. Too many podcast guys. Most of what I say is recorded, <laughs> uh, which is a weird reality uh, and absurd that I pursued that. What does that say about me? I'm here. Help me. Yeah. Recognize uh, me. Matt Moreno see me. Was a, was a bully, and I wouldn't want to be friends with him. If he was like, let's be friends, I'd be like, how about I light you on fire and throw you downstairs, <laughs> but not so fast as to put the fire out. So, but has just real fast. Yeah. This humongous topic that is very layered and textured. Just real fast. Yeah. Has going to the meetings helped you? Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't talk at the meetings. I just listen. And it, I, I really, you know, it just boiled down to like, Oh, people who grew up with alcoholic parents uh, seek approval inappropriately and feel like grown children. And after I got that, I was like, that's right. And I haven't really been going as much. But I didn't have it as bad as some of the other people. But I do notice that I just want everybody to be cool. And I will uh, suppress my real feelings in favor of you being okay. So if you're like, let's uh, you know, do something that I don't want to do. I'll be like, that's great. And I'm getting better at that. Most of the times that I'm convinced that I have to break up with my boyfriend, which are, it's not many, but I'm convinced that oh, I have to just be single because I can't do this, da, 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 da. I can't be with another human being, I'm not good for them. Da, da, da. It's because I have a feeling. 
and I don't know what to do with it. Yep. And I'm afraid that, yeah. It's so hard. You know, it, I'm sorry to bring up the show again, but it's interesting how doing, doing my own show has forced me to be more decisive. So if it were like a movie about my life, it would be like a nice conclusion because I'm learning life skills because I have to. Like Frasier. People will pitch me something like Frasier. Yeah, I hope my show's like Frasier. <laughs> People will pitch me something. On, on the first day, I was like, I really want you to know I think that's a great idea and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for being here and taking the time. I just don't think that's the right direction for this, what I'm thinking, but I really want you to feel good about that. Maybe we can do that for something else. Can we write that down for something else? And like, that's not appropriate. This person isn't my drunk parent mm-hmm. and I don't have to win their love and I don't have to fear them taking love away because... And you don't have to fix them if they have a bad idea. They're a whole person, and I should give them the respect of being like, I I can handle it when someone says, I don't like your idea, and I bet you can too. So if someone says an idea that I don't like, I just don't say anything. I'm like, and they know, or I say, no, I don't think that's right. And then, like, I'm learning, and then that bleeds into my life. It's a real privilege to have the thing that I need to learn be something I also have to learn to do my job well, which is great. Which is also the same with podcasting. It's the same with stand-up, being myself, being honest, all these things. All the, all the things that I confess on the podcast are in hopes that like, I'll be so exposed and so honest publicly that when I'm private with a, a real person, like not an audience, but a real person, I won't be artificial to them, that I'll just learn by rote how to be like, you ask me a question, I'll tell you exactly how I really feel. So this is all just kind of practice to hopefully live a better life. Yeah. You guys have been great. My book is on sale <laughs> for $9.99. It's called Keeping It Crispy. <laughs> And Allison wrote the foreword, and the afterword is by Adam Carolla. Yeah, well-timed callback. This has been Allison Rose. I'm just kidding. You end it. You end it. No, go, please. This has been Allison I'm Rosen. kidding. Uh, uh, you're right, though. Being a genuine person is so difficult and yet so important. Okay, let's yeah. bring up Michael Rosas now to dazzle us with song. Hey, Hi. Man. There's your microphone. I'm wondering Hi. what is the best way for us to do this. I feel this. like I do should Do you want to be sitting down? Are you sure? You look great. Stay oh. there. You look great, too. Thank you. I've lost some weight. <laughs> do you have any songs about weight loss? That was a really awkward moment for all of us. I don't know why. Did that feel like heckling or something? <laughs> yeah, man. All comedians want to be musicians. And sometimes the other way, but I don't want to speak for you. Do you are you are you fine standing up? Do you want I a chair is, or anything? Is this or? okay? Is this okay for you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Does it feel good? Okay. So, um, hi. Hi. You. Welcome. So, Michael just came Great from show. doing another show. How was that show? Not as good as this one. No, no. It was, you know, it was a good show. It was good, but not as good as this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Never as good. Um, so I thought that um, in the spirit of all of the uh, spit, swallow, oh, God. crotchless <laughs> underwear, eating pussy talk, maybe I would play a romantic song. Is that okay? Is that okay? Yes. All right. Here we go. I think that's going to work right here. There's a storm that's moving in like crazy showers coming down like mad. We're alone. From home, we're praying to save our little boat. It's freezing, so cold, but my lover keeps me warm. 
day be born Let this lantern lead us into morn We're a long way from home We're praying to save our little boat It's freezing so cold But my lover keeps me warm Yes, just, of course. Just one this time. No, d- okay. if you have another one, let's hear it. I do. That'll work. I think I might have played this on your your old show. Oh, well, that's exciting for me. What was that show called? What was the one that was the video it, one? Alison yeah. Rosen is your new best friend. No, it wasn't. No, yeah, that's what it was called back in the day. <laughs> But it was a different show. I got you. Well, that was fun. That was. <laughs> Let's talk less about that. Oh, I like this one. You do? Oh, yes. Good. How's it go? Oh. Okay. 
jets for hearts torn up and tossed till dawn. Oh yeah, buttons undone, smacks of desperation. Take me on, oh take me on, on. Well, I drank the proof that nights like these can lend to my condition. Such a fool, I can't control my vicious ambition. Who they hand the key to the city to a man of my condition? I'm in trouble now, so it seems. But then to taking off like a laser beam. But heaven knows that we don't have the heart, so we'll just take the night. I just don't know what's wrong from right amidst veneer divine in our find no view stag or steer soaking in and Like a laser beam, but heaven knows that we don't have the heart, so we'll just take the night. And I just don't know what's wrong from the right. Jamming with that cricket. <laughs> Sound good, dude. Magnetic hearts are bouncing from room to room. Door locked, eyes locked, feeling it.
and thank you to all of you for coming out. Thank you, Pete Holmes. Congratulations you. on your much-deserved victory. No, thanks for <laughs> finding the will genuine? to say that. I, I wanted to. You know what? That happens to me sometimes. I try to pay a genuine compliment, and I can tell it comes out all like, yeah. I really like your haircut. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. No, I can tell you mean it. It's in your eyes. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, this reminds me of my new favorite thing to do is the smile where you smile without your eyes. And, Michael Rosas, you and I used to do the scared smile. Oh, yeah. This, this is sort of... <laughs> well, this is similar to that. It's this. Again, this is great for the listeners at home. <laughs> yes. Dead-eyed. It's like, it's like my soul has been Botoxed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Can you smile with your eyes without your mouth? Tyra oh. Banks can. Smize, you mean? Can I smize? Let me see. Just eye smile. No, you smile. How do you do it? I don't... If I could know, I'd be in Paris right now model, on a catwalk. I'm sure. <laughs> I'd be I wearing like, a better I feel like shirt. By doing it, I'm just like crumpling. I'm doing some weird thing with my body and trying to like crumple my eyes in a weird way. Like, am I doing it? Do I look fetching? Because I feel like I look like a turtle. You look very. You look like the kid in those videos from your childhood. <laughs> Fucking get out of there. We're trying That's, to look at the princess. Yeah, I know. <laughs> call back from pain. I know. Pain I call can't. Back. It just, that one just hurt too much, but thank you. Okay. No, I know what you mean. Um, oh, thank <laughs> That was really reassuring. You're well, right. You are good at making people feel better. I know. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. Okay. I'm good at what I'm good at. All right. I'm well, bad. thank you so much. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow Pete at Pete Holmes, H O L M E Z, which is not how he spells it, but the other Pete Holmes is an organic gardener and he has the address. You That's can follow true. Michael Rosas at Michael under, underscore Rosas. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. And um, again, thank you so much for coming out. Gary, am I forgetting anything? No, I'm not. He's saying end 15 minutes ago. Okay, bye, you guys. Thanks, goodbye, you. guys. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Allison.
This is Corolla Digital.